Hey, hey, Boss Reballers. Patty Dominguez here with Tim Wambach, and we are Boss Re Society podcast co-host, where we cover all about how to fire your boss hole and forge ahead into entrepreneurship with the right mindset, habits, skills, all that good stuff. On today's show, number 128, first and foremost, we want to thank you for being here. And second, we are interviewing Bonnie Faye, who is talking about outsourcing's dirty little secrets. So if you've ever thought about hiring virtual assistants, not quite sure because there's so many options out there. If you've checked Fiverr or Upwork and haven't had the results that you're looking for, then you need to listen closely to what Bonnie is dropping on this episode. You can catch the show notes at bossfreesociety.com forward slash 128 show, excuse me, show 128 again, bossfreesociety.com forward slash show 128, where you can find out more how to connect with Bonnie, how to find out more about her outsourcing secrets and she's just absolutely killing it in what she's doing. She's been featured in Forbes and really has the know-how and the proven success model for outsourcing. And she offers an amazing uh, product where it's basically turnkey. It's going to give you that freedom to focus on what you really love doing in your business and not feeling spread thin and overwhelmed. Because if that's the case, you're doing it wrong. So listen closely. You're going to learn a lot. Again, bossresociety.com forward slash show 128. We hope you enjoy the show. Now, if you like what you are hearing, definitely let us know over on Twitter at Boss Re Society is our handle. And of course, on Facebook, Boss Re Society Dojo, D-O-J-O. And we hope you enjoy this show. Do you believe there is more to your career than waiting for the gold watch in 40 years? Did you know that the average American spends 200 hours a year commuting to a job they probably hate? Does it frost your ass to get a 2% raise that barely keeps up with the rate of inflation? Have you ever worked for a boss hole? We know how you feel, and we want to help. Welcome to the Boss Free Society Podcast, your entertaining entrepreneur therapy session with your hosts, Tim Wambach and Patty Dominguez couch not included patty we're back in the studio with another great great guest for our boss free listeners you always say that tim but it is true we always have really great (laughs) guests that is a fact well that's you know we're attracting these great people and for our for our listeners this is this is this is what we do this is why we do it all right so tell us about our next guest which i happen to know and i have a little story after that Ooh, a story. We like stories, Patty. Yeah. So today's guest is Bonnie Fay. Bonnie is the creator of Sourcet, which was just featured in Forbes as the world's premier education in online hiring and outsourcing for entrepreneurs. Bonnie started outsourcing five years ago and developed a system that enabled her to resell her work to multi-million dollar companies and consult with some of the top names in the internet marketing industry. She now helps people get out of overwhelm and get super high-quality work, including graphic design, video editing, and virtual assistants for a fraction of the cost. Bonnie believes firmly that outsourcing is the key to getting your time back, focusing on the parts of your business that you love, and leading the most fulfilling life possible the boss free society podcast welcomes bonnie Faye. bonnie 
super great to be here, guys. I'm really excited. Welcome. So here's here's my story. So I was on a plane, a random plane, was headed to Boise, Idaho, for a mastermind event that Bonnie and I were both attending. I I, I didn't know her, and I was seated in the um, seat or row ahead of hers, and she kind of peeked over my shoulder. She's like, "Hey, are you going to a mastermind event?" And it was just like sober. I'm like, "Yes, I am." So we just started having this conversation and. Bonnie was at the time in development of this product. So for me to see what, Bonnie, you have created, the fact that you've been in Forbes, I mean, the accolades that you're getting and the kind of attention that you're garnering is so impressive. I just want to give you a big congratulations because I know that this has been a labor of love for you. You've gone through iterations to tweak it to make it better. So it's really fulfilling for me to see that you've had so much success with it already. So that's really cool. Yeah, thank you so much for acknowledging that. Yeah. It's like to hear that. It's so cool. So, okay, so how about if we, for the listeners, tell tell us a little bit about your background. Have you always been an entrepreneur? Like, how did this whole transition for you happen from if you were an employee to being, like, on your own, entrepreneur, et cetera? Right. So I actually started my career out as a balloon artist, meaning I was a little bit better than a clown, at least in my head. I didn't wear the outfit, so that's what I was going with. Um, And I discovered this little thing called internet marketing, which I'm sure everyone here is familiar with. And and the moment I discovered that, I was like, holy crap, no matter what I want to do in my life and my business, whether it's balloons or something I haven't discovered yet, if I master this skill, I can be super powerful. And So I quickly um, started to inflate my balloon business, so to speak, by learning internet marketing stuff. And then, you know, fast forward about six weeks and I had my first consulting gig um, doing AdWords for some, you know, companies. Now, here's the thing. Fast forward a year, I had actually made less money and was more depressed doing my consulting gig and was working harder, obviously, doing a lot of things I wasn't good at, like graphic design, website stuff, um, all these things. And actually made $16,000 a year, less than I made as a balloon artist having a whole lot of fun. And so, so I had a more professional job, but I wasn't making any money. So that was sort of my transition. And then it, it gets better from there. So keep going because it sounds yeah. like you, I'm sure at that moment in time, you question yourself, is this worth it? So obviously you kept going. So tell us about that thinking because a lot of people that would be here in the show, they're in that kind of transitionary period of going from a job into entrepreneurship and they're going to come across these kind of obstacles and hurdles in which they question, is this worth it? So that it sounds like that happened to you as well. At what point in time did you say, I'm going to keep going or how did you tweak it so that it went in the right way for you? So this is where the story gets fun. So I actually went to Las Vegas and I watched uh, some seven and eight figure marketers spend a ridiculous m- about amount of money on alcohol. They actually spent $38,000 on alcohol in about four hours. And in that moment, 
I realized something. A, these guys are not smarter than me. B, I have the wrong, I have the wrong skill set. All of these guys were outsourcing. None of them were fiddling with the WordPress pages. None of them had any of the skill sets that I had and that I didn't have enough of, honestly, that were keeping me trapped in my business. And so in that moment, I became incredibly inspired to know, hey, they just spent double what I made this year, Mm. right? On bottle service. Mm -hmm. And so so I knew I needed to get the skill set they had. They were all outsourcing. I took a course in outsourcing. It helped a little bit. And then I actually kind of fumbled upon this method of what I call hybrid sourcing, which means hiring people both domestically and overseas. And that's really when my business started to skyrocket because I had someone domestically showing me how to get my projects and systems in place so I could resell the work that I was doing you know, at $3 an hour or $10 an hour and resell that to multi-million dollar companies. But I needed someone domestically to just show me the way a little bit. How did you come across that? How did you discover that this was a setup that secret formula to success where it sounds like you can leverage your time? Yeah, it took a lot of trial and error. So my course was created after like doing this for five years. So I made a lot of mistakes. I I read a lot of books. I mean, but I think honestly, when you just do the wrong thing enough times, Mm and you get enough bruises the hard way, like you learn what to do and what not to do. And I think obviously having mentors at like a super high level, having mentors like you and I um, have both worked with Russell Brunson and, you know, other, other high level people, you know, when you have a seven or eight figure mentor telling you what to do, that certainly helps a lot. And what's beautiful about that as an online educator is then you can just hand that to their students and you literally save them years of their life. Instead of figuring out five years how to do this and how to get your program out there, you can just take an online education course that gives you the roadmaps. You're not going through a maze. You're going the wrong way, getting stuck, getting trapped, doing things you shouldn't have even done in the first place. You know, And that's what's awesome about, about being mentored. And I hope that answered your question. Yeah, definitely. So how did you go about starting this platform? Like, where, like I, obviously you saw a need, and that, and that's really all what entrepreneurship is. It's, it's seeing a problem and feeling, feeling that that or answering that problem. Yeah. So I wish that I could tell you, right, that I just was so smart and took me six weeks to roll out my online course, and I was just perfect. But that's not the truth. So the truth is that. Um, I struggled, like a lot of, I'm sure your listeners do, with things like low self-esteem, paralysis by analysis, mm-hmm. not having the right team. My ability to outsource work, like I said, has evolved tremendously over the course of today. One of the problems I got stuck on and the reason why it took me a long time to create my online program is I was writing my own content. I thought that I wouldn't be able to live my dream to really inspire people, to help people take their lives and their businesses to the next level because I could not stare at a PowerPoint slide and write concisely. And so I think a lot of people can relate to this, you know, like sometimes you have this dream, but you don't have the skill set to make it happen. And so to go back to your question of how did I eventually make it happen is I got the right team. You know, people are so important, like hiring the right mentors like Russell Brunson and then having the team that I have today, it's a night and day difference. Like I'm again, I think a lot of entrepreneurs can relate to this. A lot of us are ADD. It's like squirrel. <laughs> you know? And and you get into, you get into these modes where where maybe you have brilliant ideas right 
and you have like really good big picture ideas, but because you're at the big picture level, you suffer in the trenches. And that certainly is the case for me. And so it's been beautiful to see the difference between having an excellent team and having a so-so team, because that literally takes me as the absent-minded professor, big idea person, right? And it allows me to have gone from being stuck from paralysis by analysis to getting to a multi-six-figure level in six months with no email list, just with cold traffic. When I say that to seven eight and eight-figure marketers, they say, that is incredible, girl. Like 90% <laughs> of us cannot do that. I can't even do that. So that's like, awesome. so that's like the power <clears throat> of having the right people. So how far were you along your, your journey when you were with Russell? So like, and then, and then how did he help propel you into the stratosphere that you're in now? Yeah. So I had had my course uh, written, um, at that point in time, I had had my course written. I believe I also had my webinar written. Yes, I did. And I had a lot of my funnels uh, all in place. Honestly, I think that what Russell really gave me outside of a few really great key ideas was the confidence to move forward and just press the go button. And that's just huge in and of itself. Absolutely. So can you give us an example or a success story maybe in your own personal business or a client that you might have worked with where you introduced this power of outsourcing and then taking them from where they were to where they are now and the impact of that? So we've had people who have worked with me one-on-one who have got taken their businesses from five to six figures and six to seven figures and dramatically improved their lives. But those were people who were working with me one-on-one. What was magical for me was on Friday, I got to talk to one of the first people who took our course six months ago, mm-hmm. one of our very first students, and her name is Cammie. And this is Cammie's story. So Cammie has been a teacher and a coach um, all of her life. She's 55 years old, and she's great at what she does. But she knew that she needed to move online. And the reason why she needed to move online is because she has an autistic son and she wants to spend more time with him. And she knew she couldn't be doing that, doing her business in the real world, so to speak. And so she also is a technophobe. She doesn't have the skill sets to take her business online. And so by using Sourceit, she was able to hire a graphic designer. She was able to hire a website person. She was able to hire a virtual assistant, all between 5 and $10 an hour. And now, six months later, she has her own fully like blown-out um, online course where she's outsourced everything in it, from the slide creation to the pages to everything you can imagine. And she has 62 students in her online class. Wow. And she says she's dancing more and spending more time with her son. And I literally like got teary eyed when she said that because, you know, this isn't, a, this isn't about outsourcing. It's about getting your time back. It's about leading the most fulfilling life possible. Right. And when you're doing work in your business that literally sucks the energy out of you and demotivates you, not only is it sucking money out of your wallet, right, by sheer opportunity costs, but it's sucking life out of your soul. And that's not okay. Right. So I love this, um, the explanation that you gave about the opportunity cost. So what does that cost to say not having somebody or a team help you with what you're doing? Because like a lot of entrepreneurs suffer through this lone wolf syndrome where they're so immersed in their own doing that they don't stop and say, oh God, to hire somebody to come in 
to teach what I'm or to to explain what I want them to do in the way that I do it, I don't want to let go of that, right? There's too much perceived risk for them. So what happens as a result of that? Can you talk about that, how it's not the solution? Right. So there's a few things that happen with that. So literally, we show a formula in some of our trainings about how you can double your profit by outsourcing your low dollar per hour work and the work that's like demotivating and not, you know, fun for you or even some of the fun stuff. Um, So it literally can like double your revenue by changing this one habit by letting go of control, which you're as you're mentioning is really hard for people. Mm -hmm. But there's ways around that. And there's there's uh, mindset shifts you can have that'll allow you to know that once you really do that, it really can 5x your revenue. But I think the bigger thing that it really costs you by not doing work yourself or doing the work that you shouldn't be doing is it literally costs, it can literally cost you your business because I believe very strongly, you know, so there's the statistic that I believe that one out of three businesses goes, or one out of five businesses survives out of their first three years of business, according to Entrepreneur mm-hmm. Magazine. Mm-hmm. So it's like, so only 20% of businesses are surviving past year three. My belief that for the reason why that is, is well, what, why do they, why is that? Well, they run out of money. Why do they run out of money? They run out of money because they're trying to do everything themselves. They're not realizing that doing that $10 an hour task is costing them 40, $40 an hour or $90 an hour or $200 an hour. And by doing those, their own tasks, they're not valuing their own time. They're doing things they don't like. They're not good at. They're not even getting to play at a level 10 in their business and do the thing that they are best at in the world because they're trying to figure out WordPress. And I'm not making anybody wrong who's, who's been there because I was there, you know? And I get it. And it's, it's not like you're wrong. And you, know, you don't want to let go of control because you actually care about your business and you care about your customers. You don't want anyone to screw it up. But when you have the right team in place, they're going to be able to do the work much better than you could in most areas. In some areas, are your core competency, what you're best at in the world, they obviously aren't going to be able to match you, but that's not the area you outsource. Right. So, so without giving away like the secret sauce, w- walk us through how Source It works for the you know for your, for the business owner. So, in terms of the process and the modules, or in terms of maybe what your audience could get started with today, like what what would be better? I guess if I if I want to start outsourcing different low level activities, how does that look? Like, how will you, will you help find the the people, how does, you know, exactly does that all? Sure. So what Source It really does is we talk about, you know, what do you outsource first? Because if you outsource the wrong things, as I'm sure many of your audience can relate to, you're not going to see any rise in your bank account. Mm-hmm. And so we show you what do you outsource first, what projects do you focus on so that you can generate the cash necessary to really skyrocket your profits and do even more outsourcing. We talk about you know, what does an A player look like? What are the people you should hire? And like, we give them templates and formulas. So it makes it very easy to hire someone, whether that's through getting a great graphic designer, a great website person, getting a great content writer, we give them all the templates and the formulas to make it super easy and give them expertise that they, you know, might not have and really just understand, you know, these things like how do you outsource something you don't understand? It's pretty tough. Then we tell them how to make, how to train their workers so it's simple and easy. We go into a lot of communication stuff because I'm, as I'm sure you know, like miscommunications can end relationships. And when you do that in business, it's an expensive mistake, right? Oops. And 
you know, if you don't know how to communicate correctly, right, you're going to be spending all this time, all this money, you know, um, getting work that you don't fundamentally like. So it's important you understand how to do that. Finally, we talk about how do you scale and grow your business? How do you outsource your outsourcing, so to speak? Um, so you get someone to manage your workers for you. You know, I love what I love this stuff. And I will tell you that I don't really manage any of my outsourcers at this point. My team knows my system. They manage everybody for me. It's super easy. I just show up, you know, do what I love and, you know, get to talk to my audience, go on podcasts, all the fun stuff. Oh my God, I'm kind of jealous because <clears throat> I ha- here's why I'm jealous. <laughs> All of a sudden, I'm green with envy <clears throat> because I have gone to those services where you pay a flat fee. Um, certain people on on the internet that sell the service say like five hundred dollars for them to vet the um, the actual VAs for you. So there's been a lot of trial and error for me personally in doing that. In that you don't know what you don't know as an entrepreneur. And really going through that whole process, they may vet them and give them the um, behavioral testing and here's what we asked and here's all their IDs and information. But what happens is there is no system or process for onboarding them. So that whole part of it for me, that was particularly painful. And then the vetting, I don't think it's anything really from a process standpoint, the way that they vetted the VAs that I've had. it. I mean, it was just okay. It sounds like what you have is that soup to nuts, the whole process into implementation and beyond. Is that right? Am I catching you right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, so part of what you're talking about, right, is there's this common belief or common myth out there that you can get everything done in your business for $3 an hour in the Philippines. And so there's a lot of companies out there that leverage that common internet marketing myth and take people and say, hey, you know, just, you know, give us a, a finder's fee and we'll find the per- person for you. And here's what's, here's what's, you know, the problem with that. A, if you're just going for things for $3 an hour in the Philippines, you're not going to get very high quality work, mm-hmm. you know, because you're missing out on every other country in the world. And, you know, as I'm sure you know, different countries have different specialties, right? Mm. And so, and the other thing that's, you know, problematic about that is that, you know, just like the doctor in the U.S. makes more than the trash man, the person who has coding ability in the Philippines or India or Malaysia makes more than the standard virtual assistant. Right. Perhaps, you know, you're not paying $3 an hour. Perhaps you're paying $10 an hour, but you're not paying 100 Exactly. And that's how you save hundreds of thousands of dollars. You need to retrain your brain to stop thinking about things in terms of, oh, everything, 300, three bucks an hour. To start thinking about, oh, <laughs> yeah, I just saved $90 an hour. Right. That's pretty freaking <clears throat> So for your listeners, train your brain to think about things in terms of fraction of a cost. Not everything is $3 an hour in the Philippines. And in terms of agencies and stuff like that, I mean, I can't really speak for one way or the other. Um, I haven't found an agency that I would personally want to partner with or, you know, I felt was good enough for to put my brand behind. Yeah. Um, but the downside of working with an agency always is, A, you're going to have mixed loyalty because they're going to be more loyal to the agency than to you. Right. B, you're not getting the hiring skill set that fundamentally you're going to need to take your business to a six or seven figure level. And C, you know, um, you're always going to be paying a middleman, whether that's $5 an hour, $10 an hour, or $25 an hour, or $50 an hour, you know. You're always going to be paying someone and hour after hour, day after day, week after week, that ends up to be a crap load of cash. Right. So it is better to, to you know, invest in something where you can just learn the skill set. Um, it doesn't take much time and then you just get all this time back. Now, with your expertise and all the different clients that you have, what do you see as a common theme of entrepreneurs that like 
things that go through the cracks that you that you see as a common theme. So, in terms of um, things that slip through the craps, cracks, uh, do you mean things that they're not attending to or don't want to attend to? Well, I'm just thinking more along the lines of things that they are doing, but that they think that they don't know that they can outsource it. So social media is a great example of that. A lot of entrepreneurs don't really necessarily like doing their social media updates, and they think that they are the only person in the world who can do them. <laughs> Content is another example. I mean, I think every business owner out there is taught that we need a blog. We need a blog, right? And they think that they need to write their own blog entries because only they could master their own voice. And I'm, I'm making fun a little bit, but if this is you, I'm saying this with love and, and affection and, and saying that, you know what? You don't have to write your own blog. <laughs> you know, and P.S. Maybe blogging isn't even that important, but um, but that's another note. You know, I think that a lot of entrepreneurs get stuck in I have to do everything myself, right, in order to get high quality work. And the truth of the matter is, is you know, there's this theory called the theory of multiple intelligences, which basically says that you know we're really given primarily one and two primary types of intelligence. But here's the thing: if you're really strong in one area. Guess what? Probably not that strong in another. So you're trying to do everything yourself. You're going to get to a level 10 in some areas, level 3 in others. It's not that good of an idea. You know, things like content writing are simple enough to outsource. And you can get someone that will have your voice. You can get someone to do your social media. You can have someone, you know, edit that image and get that perfect color of blue on your website that you know (laughs) you deserve. Well, and here's another, just a little bit of a segue. I mean, I remember, Bonnie, you and I went to dinner, um, and we were talking about how you had found this woman who was doing some work for you who literally got swept up by Google. I mean, it was like she was like amazing talent, super high caliber. So I love that fact that, I, I, I mean, I remember when you told me the story, I was blown away. I'm like, are you serious? You can find people at that talent for that rate. I'm not going to disclose the rate. That's neither here nor there. I think the key, the message is there's so much talent out there to be had. It's just figuring out where to find them, how to find them, how to vet, how to vet them, and then how to bring them into your organization. So I was blown away by that. I just thought it was amazing. Can I can I disclose the rate? Yeah, feel free. I didn't want to. I didn't want to share. I appreciate you being considerate. Um, so I had actually hired this woman. Um, I hired her for three dollars an hour, and she was doing research for me for our course. And what was really awesome is, and then she moved um, to another country where the cost of living was much higher. So I doubled her pay to six dollars an hour, which you know seemed more appropriate for the cost of living of where she was at. And um, was she did an amazing work for us. She did fantastic research. She actually spun circles around people at the time that I had working for $15 an hour, right? That was at the time. We we're getting much better with our $15 an hour people, but um, that's neither here nor there. Um, I, what was so funny is, like you said, she got hired by Google. She uh, Google recruited her, and I was like, go for it, girl. You deserve it. You know? Amazing. Is that amazing? It, it was so, so over the top. I was like, what? 
<laughs> so, okay, so here we are. We're kind of wrapping up. We wanted to know um, what is in store for you for 2016. I mean, you've had such great success already. The fact that you're in Forbes, you're getting lots of notoriety. I see your ads all over the place. You're doing webinars on a weekly basis, probably a couple times a week. You're making amazing connections. What's next? Is it a, a 2.0 version of Outsource? How, how do you see your business evolving? So the goal for 2016 is to scale source it to a seven-figure level, maybe a multi-seven-figure level. I do see that as being um, very close in our trajectory, especially considering the explosive growth that we've had. Um, And then on a personal level, I'm really excited about um, taking acting classes and maybe finding a boyfriend. Who knows? (laughs) Um, (laughs) um, But yeah, like those are some of my biggest goals. And I think for me, what's really, really exciting is I get to now you know, really just dig deeper into some of the things that I really want to explore. Like I, my deepest passion is personal development. My deepest passion is living your most fulfilling life possible and really pushing into your discomfort zone so you can have the most fulfilling life with the best relationships. And, and part of my journey in this year is after we've scaled, um, source it to a multi seven figure level, like I want to do like a lot of self experiments and I want to, you know, dig into some of my own personal struggles and help people along the way and show them, you know, like maybe you have self-esteem issues. Maybe you have anxiety. Maybe you don't think that you can dance. Maybe you don't think that you are um, you're too old to follow your passion. And all of that is BS. All of those are stories that we tell ourselves that hold us back from living the one and only beautiful life we have right now. I think that's my purpose in the world. And like, I hope to begin that trajectory in 2016. I love it. Where can people find you, Bonnie? Um, So in terms of where they can find me, I love to connect on my Facebook page and my professional Facebook page. We do Facebook lives often, which is really fun. Um, It's probably the best way to connect with me personally. Um, Yeah, I don't even have enough time for my mom right now. (laughs) The amount of friends. I'm like, mom, you've got a 12 hour response time. I'm sorry. So many friends right now. Okay, Bonnie, it was such a pleasure to have you on the show. All of the information on how you can check out Bonnie's product, Source It. I mean, if you're a struggling entrepreneur trying to figure out because you're spread thin, what to outsource, how to outsource it, who to outsource it to, you got to check out Bonnie's product. It has the highest of accolades online, and she's been mentored by amazing people who have pointed things in the right direction. So um, check it out with confidence because she is the real deal. Bonnie, thank you so much for being on the Boss Society podcast. And we'll definitely have to have you back on to hear about this next level of your career and what you're doing. I, I mean, anytime we want to come on, it's an open invite. We just love having you. Well, I'm honored to be on the show. It is a hilarious show, and I'm so excited (laughs) that I got to be a part of it. So, yeah, I'll definitely come back. That's great, Bonnie. Bonnie. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Boss Free Society podcast. If you want more, connect with us on Facebook at Boss Free Society fan page, Twitter at Boss Free Society, or join our group of other boss-free-minded peeps at the Boss Free Dojo on Facebook.